Cool. Sweet. Um, yeah, here we are again, and I've got a Killer Instinct slash Tekken 7 player, good old Anu. What's up, man? Thanks, man. I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, bro. Good, bro. Um, so, yeah, just give us the rundown about yourself, where you are, what you've been doing. Uh, uh, so the name's Anuru Hobson, but everyone knows me as good old Anu. Uh, I've been playing Tekken for a little while now, maybe since the start of Season 1. And I've also been a day one Killer Instinct player since the lease as well. So those two main games are the ones that I, I play the most. Here's a question. Were you playing Killer Instinct um, because of COVID or were you jamming it well before then? Um, I had a little bit of a... I left KI for a little bit. I stopped putting a lot of time into it, like near the end of Season 3. And then during COVID, yeah, I decided I'll try and play it again, get back into it, and then... Ever since COVID, I've just got more and more addicted to the game, and I've, I've just to start like decided to start playing it again as much as I used to. So yeah, mm. and like when I asked you who you mained, and you said Gargos, Gargos is a mm. is a gargoyle. I'm guessing, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird because Killer Instinct is that game. It's a lot of creatures, machines, yeah. demons. There's yeah. hardly any human human fighters. Like <laughs> how how would you describe what Killer Instinct is apart? Like to separate it from other of the fighting games yeah it's definitely got like um a lot of character diversity is what i'll say um you know you've got the, you've got hisako who's the ghost girl and then you've got eagle who's the native american sort of archer guy you've got Fogel who's the robot you've got gargos who's considered a, a gargoyle but in ki3 they actually decided to make him more of a god sort of thing a so god, he's actually considered okay. a god yeah well like when you when you told me gargos was your main the first mm-hmm. thing I thought of was Gargoyles. You know, that old kids... Um, t- are, are you too young for that, or do you remember that show? I, I'm i probably too young for that. I'm still only, like, I've just turned 21 this year, and, yeah, I'm, I'm still probably too young yeah. for that, but I do know what you mean. It's just because, like, like, it's gar- like Gargoyles. Like, there's not many, like, Gargoyle lore in, in, in fighting games, I suppose. So I thought it was an mm. interesting character choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I um... I, I loved Gargos in uh, KI2 because I used to play that when I was a kid. Just like muck around on it. And then it was cool seeing it again, but with its like revamped sort of godlike appearance that he has now. Yeah. Because so, yeah, yeah. his, his, his classic look um, wasn't at all intimidating. Like it's as good as these, <laughs> these animations here. Um, but how did. What was the take on the god aspect? Because he looks a lot more. Um, uh, malevolent, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not too sure. Like, I know that one thing is definitely a size. You compare him back to Ki two, and he was really short. He was really short. And when you come to season uh, Ki three, the latest one out, he's he's huge. He's he's a bloody monster. I think he's just a tad taller than Arbiter, and Arbiter's actually quite a tall character too. Yeah. So it's, the size is definitely one thing. The move set is another thing, and um, yeah, it's just his persona as well. When you hear him speak and talk, and when he throws a move out, you can hear he's he sounds deadly. You're like, <laughs> yeah, and his um his trait he can create voids and punch mm. you from a distance. He he is a zoner. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, he's. He's he's one of those weird hybrid characters that Killer Instinct likes to do in their season two and season three sort of release characters. They 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 all have like a very weird sort of playstyle. So Gargos has his portal portal punches, which he can do like combos from like full screen. 
but he also has a command grab which forces you to play kind of up close as well so and that command grab is like one of his main go-to tools when playing gargos i'd say more than his portal punches but it, it's yeah so you kind of want to have a good mix between portal punch combos and getting in close for that command grab sort of setup stuff because he does have the keep away tools but he does also have the tools that are required to uh i would say get close he's got like what he's got like a psycho crusher move which can count which can like cover a lot of distance yeah um and then he's got that command grab which can be very very scary when he's up close I'd say he's more he's way more deadly up close than he is from a distance. The portal punches are good, but um the downside is they don't do a lot of damage. They're kind of there just to keep your opponent at bay, sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. So like a dulcim tactic, I suppose. You're just kind of chipping away from a distance. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, in that's, in that sense, what situation would you not want to be in if you're a Gargos player? Ooh. Um, okay, so one situation I hate being in is normally against a Thunder player. Thunder is another command grab heavy character. And um, I think from a personal perspective, I struggle against grapplers. They are like the bane of my existence when they are up close. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is scary. Even though I play like a grappler character in this game, if I versed another one, I hate being up close. I hate it. I yeah. cannot like stand. I would rather do portal punch combos and slowly chip away than try and contest a good thunder player because you can easily get destroyed. Um, another thing would be Gargos's wake up options aren't the best as well. He doesn't have a lot of like good reversals. He has one, but like it's it's super unsafe. So similar to like a DP. Oh yeah. So you leave but that's about it. Yeah. yeah, you can't really spend a shadow meter to consider something safe and. Like, uh, I don't really know how to put it, but wake up options definitely not as, yeah, definitely not as go to. So he can get hit hard by by characters that excel in sort of Okizemi sort of areas. Yeah. Well, let's let's bring it back, man. Tell us about how you got into the fighting game scene. Um, what was your view of fighting games before even touching games like Killer Instinct? Uh, my very first fighting games. I remember having real faint memories when I was a kid and I played a lot of. Uh, Mortal Kombat Trilogy on, I think it was my Nintendo 64. That was probably one of my first fighting games. I loved it, absolutely loved it. And then my dad got me a PlayStation 1, and we used to play a lot of Tekken 3, me and my brother. And then ever since Tekken 3 came out, I've been playing just Tekken religiously since 4, 5, 6, Tag 2, 7. Um, so Tekken, Tekken 3 and Mortal Kombat Trilogy were my first introductions into fighting games. And I've always just tried to be good at them yeah and was it yoshimitsu like at the very beginning or did you play other characters um i played Ooh, in the beginning i I normally just played jin and tekken 3 yeah uh jin and tekken 3 um and tekken 4 they didn't really have a main i was still kind of young and just playing the game sort of for fun same thing with tekken 5 and then when it came to 6 i really liked bob I, I thought it was cool because he heaps of spinny stuff and yeah. <laughs> and then when it came to Tag Two, uh Tag Two was like the game where I thought there's like a lot more to fighting games than what I thought. So I started to get in I started to learn up things about like frame data, um learning a lot about setups, matchup knowledge, sort of that that sort of stuff as well. That's when I started to really learn like 
there's a lot more to fighting games than what I thought there was from a beginner perspective. Yeah. Well, I saw you at our nationals last year, and I thought, hmm. oh yeah, there's another party Yoshimitsu. Okay, yeah. so we, we, we need more Yoshimitsus. Um, and, and you know, you're quite a big guy, but you're quite friendly. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you had some, and you have some good skill as well. Um, was that your first experience at a fighting game event? Yes, yes, it was. Um, Southern Cross Up 2019 was my very first local, and it was something that I'll never regret. It was the most fun I've ever had in a long time. I've always said, like, it's always best to experience, like, a Rambats or something before, <laughs> something that big. But to have that as your first event, yes. um, that, that, yeah, it must imprint a special memory for you. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, man, like, the whole journey was just unbelievable because when, like, growing up, maybe when I was like 13 and I started, I think it was either 13 or 14 when I started playing KI is when I started watching just offline events, but like of all fighting games. And when I'd see like the stream overlay and you see the two players at the bottom and like just everything going on, I just thought that was the coolest stuff ever. Like I can't believe that people are out there. And I always used to think to myself, imagine if it was me on there. I'll probably never get there, but imagine if it was, man, that'll be so cool. And but, ever since I was like 13, I've always dreamed of like going to one of those. Yeah, you, so. you did have a match on stream, I remember. I don't remember, yes. who, I, I can't recall <laughs> who you played against, but um, yeah, what was that it like? Was blackout. Oh, yeah, it was... okay. Yeah, we, so, we both we both took the out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... <sighs> Because I, I think it was the Friday they had like a warm up sort of session where you can just play with people and yeah. have some friendly games. So that was the first time I went, and like my heart was pumping. Like I, ever since I was a kid, I dreamed to go into something like this, and now I'm here. My nerves were just through the roof. I didn't really know how to how to cope with it. I was shaking uncontrollably. My my palms were like sweaty as, mm. and I was just. I was I was so scared. It was unbelievable. And then the very next day, I have one game, and I managed to take that. And then the next, the next game I had was against Blackout. And then the lady that was like telling everyone where to play, she told me I was going to be playing on stream. And then yeah. when she said that, I nearly had a heart attack. I was like, oh yeah. my god, I have like, like this is something I've wanted to do for so long. Now it's here, and I'm I'm scared. I never considered nerves. <laughs> like, yeah, and I know and, the person I'm going up against is an Evo player who's yeah. just crazy good. So it's, I was scared. <laughs> such a huge um, not like blackout knows Cornwallis's Yoshimitsu very well. So mm. obviously you went in there like trying to grasp the situation, and it's like oh shit, like yes. he actually knows Yoshi stuff. Like this may not be so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because there was a few things he blocked that most people normally didn't, and he did. He was a lot patient too. He was really aware of flash, mm. and for me, that was something I wasn't used to. Like most, most of my flash stuff normally works on like an online sort of perspective, but against this fella, it was a bit harder to try and cheese him out with all the Yoshi gimmicks. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're a trooper because you're a trooper because you you came out of Auckland. Like, where did you? Where, were you bunking every night or like where were you bunking every uh, night? so the people i stayed with was actually i think you might know them nzism and talia yeah 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 so i, I stayed with them and because i've been playing with nzism for like a very long time and then um and then i started playing with talia too and like on their streams and stuff so they ended up being really good friends of mine and then when that nationals came around that's when they invited me down and i could stay at their place and that was so nice man that was so nice they had yeah. like a 
small little apartment with like three kids and they still made room for me and they made sure I was comfortable. It was, it was such a cool feeling. Like it was unbelievable. I'm forever grateful for what they've done for me. Yeah, man. Are there any Yoshi Mitsu players that you look up to personally? Oh, number one, I'm musician. He he was the main inspiration. It's for hard because when you say, yeah. like, he is the one guy, Yoshimitsu. Mm. He is literally the one guy. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So he was definitely one. Like, um, because I saw him play, I saw him play Tekken Seven a while ago, and it was the first time I've seen that sort of gimmicky style play of Yoshimitsu come out. Because we've all seen like Kane and Trenches, how they play quite solid and they're quite defensive and. They're not quite risky, and then you see I'm a musician, and he's on like he's in flea stance, and he's flying around the stage, and he's making it work. Mm. Which, it was unbelievable. It was like whoa, yeah, man. And I and I got to mention, I think I think a little bit of national stuck with you because you mm. know I I would see your name more often pop up on like oh he's streaming and he's he's labbing, um, and you made like some Yoshi like you made a Yoshimitsu compilation video or something kind of oh, like, uh, yeah kind of like similar to what is it masood you know that guy who loves to um impress main men a lot with his funny videos yeah i thought it was fun yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what i was thinking I, I i remember the reason why i made this was i was at home and i had a real bad man flu so i was like stuck in bed most of the time and i was watching a lot of like masood and um too mad too. He makes a lot of uh, like mean sort of content like this, but not for fighting games. And I just remember laughing my ass off, and I was like, uh, "I'll try and make this. I'll see what I can do." And what most people don't know is that I actually made it all on this phone right here. Oh, this is, your phone. This is the editing device, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a nightmare. I didn't. I had no clue on how to edit videos. Um, I was just trying to splice things together, and it was a cool little thing. I learned a few things just by using the old phone here, but. I just, uh, I don't think I'll ever make one like that ever, yeah. anytime soon unless I had a PC because it was so draining. I, I, <laughs> I, I love the little things you added that made me think, oh, I know you've watched those kind of videos. The the shooting crosshairs, <laughs> the random explosion <laughs> when he does the, the float kick. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what the heck I was on, but I had a lot of fun making it. Some people liked it and it was, it was something different I thought I'd try on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can all be serious competing, but it's just, uh, we don't really have anyone in the scene that, that does these kind mm. of videos, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to try and make something like that too, because lately I haven't really been as competitive as I, as I used to be. So I was like, oh, I'll try something different. Like, you know, I enjoy playing the game for fun. And I thought maybe making something like this would help express why I like playing the game so much and it just it makes things more fun to watch too as well. Yeah. So. Well I mean even though Nationals like recently ish got announced, I mean there's a few of us that are still mm. in the chill mo- that are still in chill mode. We're not really yeah. practicing as much. And I think like COVID still being apparent to other places around the world. I don't know if it's it's made like it's it's been that it's it's been that change, but um mm. yeah. Like we haven't really like maybe not now, but in the next few days, I know some of us will have to start like kick each other up the button, actually get some yeah. heavy practice in. Yeah, yeah, I've got to get some practice, and then I've been slacking on chicken lately. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I'll, I'll bring it back to Ki if that's cool, man. So, yeah, yep, were you yep. playing it back when it released? Um, I think it was like 2000. And, forgive me, is it? Two, it was like 2012. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was late kind of around 2012, 13 ish is what I think. I think it was yeah. September in 2013. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. It's been a while since I've remembered the release date. But um, no, it wasn't like I didn't play since day one. Like that's a lie. So yeah, I didn't play since day one. I I started playing just after Fogel was released. So, which was a little, a little, maybe like a few, three, four months after the game release, I think is that's when he came out. Yeah. And that's when I picked it up. But like, ever since KI got announced, I was watching like every Maximilian clip that would come up with Killer Instinct. I was obsessed with the game. I would yeah. watch it 24-7. So it was just something that really caught my eye. I thought it was just something so cool. I think, um, I think I if you're ever going to mention Killer Instinct or talking about the growth or the popularity, he he is that he is that guy, you know. Ah, like, oh, yes, definitely. Involved with the development team, really fueling that um, mm. that project. And I mean, considering with what's happening with COVID, the online, like maybe we didn't give it attention back then, but it really, like the online, we really respect it now. Yeah. Than than we ever have, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, like the Killer Instinct netcode is insanely good. Like um. I was playing people from like USA and you you'd think that they're from New Zealand. It's it's that good. And I don't have the best connection as well. Like my 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 internet is like decent at best. So to be able to play like real crisp games for people over in like USA was is, was just something so good. Yeah. And I think people now are starting to realise how good the Killer Instinct netcode was and how get how good the game actually is. So I don't think it, it deserves a lot more attention than what it currently has also how it looks like you think of like mm. super street fighter 4 like mm. that look that game looks okay when you play it now but i mean for yep. what it, for what it is like killer instinct actually visually it, it looks all right you know mm. you play it 2020 it's all right yeah and they um when season three came out they actually re- redesigned all of the graphics and stuff so it, it looks better like all the stages look a bit better and it's more optimized for PC too, because that's when it came up for PC. I think it was during season three. So and like the game, like characters, like character design, um, sound design, character versatility, and just the overall graphics of the game were real good on release. Just like everything about Color Instinct just take my like box of approval that of a game I wanted to play. And yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> do you think um like an interesting challenge for Killer Instinct was when it came out, it was prior to Street Fighter 4. And, you know, having that big hype, a lot of... I mean, I'm not trying to discredit the Killer Instinct scene, but I think with the oh. legacy games like Street Fighter, we always... We, we know the champions of those games and maybe Killer yes. Instinct, not so much. Because it never really had a fair go when it when it originally mm. started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. KI didn't really have a lot of offline events and stuff prior to even when it was like quite popular um so it was a bit it was a bit hard online was normally the main way to play which we didn't actually mind because the, the net code was crazy good so yeah thankfully for that yeah we, we kind of just stuck online during around season one and two yeah it did do the i mean it did do what we used to know as the season releases so season one i think yeah. it really had beer you know, like Jago and Glacius yeah. and Orchid. Um, and then they did season two and three, and then they did um, DLC characters. Um, do, you, do you feel like, I guess what my question is, do you feel like KI did enough for its time competing, oh, yeah, yeah. Against, competing against the likes of Street Fighter? 
Yeah, 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 definitely. Like the KI team put in a lot of work, and I'm pretty sure I'm I'm sure that they were like the very first game to implement this whole season one, season two, season three sort of idea that most fighting games follow along now. Um, but the thing about KI is that after season one, the original developers Double Helix, they Amazon ended up buying them out, I think, and then so they had to stop development. And then that's when another uh, development team, Iron Galaxy, the guys who currently own Color Instinct, that's when they took over. And I feel like um, I just, it was definitely different. You notice the changes that Iron Galaxy have made in, and like, I'm sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. No, no, go ahead. No, no, please. Please. <laughs> but like, um, I feel like, Double Helix was definitely a good... they definitely done a good job on release. You can see the difference between, like, the Double Helix characters, the Season 1 characters, and the Season 2 and 3. Like, the Season 1 characters are, are quite, like, footsy and, and, like, a normal sort of game plan you use with them. Like, if you play Wii, you could play Jago or Volgor or, you know, something, something like that if you ever came from Street Fighter. But if you tried the Season 2 characters, they started to become a lot more complex. Yeah. had a lot more weird tools that shook a lot of us. Kanra being a huge one, because um, he had all these things where you could put like these these traps all over the stage and and then you got Maya who was who's reliant on her daggers, so if she throws them, she has to go pick them up and without them she's not that good. She's pretty bad. Yeah. And yeah. For each season, could you pick a character that came out as one of the the mo- like the best like could you say all right season one definitely sadira um i'm calling it there she was crazy broken she had unbreakable combos and instinct high damage um super hard to catch because she was like the very first aerial sort of character that ki had made so she was and she was she was crazy good man she was crazy good in season one season two Easily Kanra, he was a nightmare. He was crazy good. He, oh, man, he, he's giving me PTSD nightmares just thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> but when it comes to season three, I know Gargos was a bit broken. I can't believe I'm playing a top tier character, but <laughs> <laughs> Gargos was definitely broken on release. But they ended up patching him a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say he was broken, but he was definitely much better than what he is now. Yeah. But. Oh, out of season three, mm, there's no one that really comes to mind. Yeah, I'd say Gargos in season three. Gargos, yeah. <clears throat> uh, have Have there been any creators, um, any videos you've watched that's helped you level up as a Killer Instinct player? Um, so when I was uh, playing during season one and season two, I'd always watch a lot of Maximilian. Um, he was definitely one. Um, I'd also watch a lot of Twitch streamers like uh, Base Ultra Arcade Base. He was he's he's always been streaming, and he still does still streams Ki quite religiously too. Um, another guy was Emperor Menzo. He was another Twitch player that I always used to watch. Um, but yeah, the content creators for Ki was quite small. Yeah, back then. Um. Why, why do you think, like, I mean, I know the player base is small, but, like, 
it, it couldn't just maybe it could have been just the lack of recognition like um but then it, but it, then even then like um a lot of players weren't making a lot of content around the games they were competing mm. in yeah like streaming that was it you know yeah yeah, yeah that, that was like the main thing we didn't really have much much tournaments going on mm. we started to for a little bit but then they kind of died off in the AUSC yeah. Sorry. But they, they kind of died off in like the Oceania scene. Yeah. Well, I was uh, looking at their Twitch page, um, Killer Instinct. They were last active three years ago, which is quite, su- <laughs> which is quite surprising. You know, I actually thought it would have been a, a longer period. Um, I think they might have been. I can't remember what their last broadcast was, but I know that they always. This was something I really liked about KI was that they'd always release a character sort of monthly during throughout their season. But like just before they would release, they'll do a live stream and demonstrate what sort of moves they would have. So that was something that was always handy. It was sort of like a character reveal, and it was character reveal and a um, what was the other thing they'd done? Character reveal and like an in-depth tutorial of their characters. That was another thing that they would always do just before they would release one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in terms of the legacy, in terms of the like original characters, who do you think had the best uh, redesign? Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, you're right. Oh, okay. This is a hard one. Um, TJ Combo definitely has one of the craziest redesigns. He, gameplay wise, gameplay wise. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he had one of the craziest redesigns, and he was definitely super, super and ins- like insane gameplay. Like, if you played TJ back in Ki two or Ki one, you wouldn't be able to play him in season like in Ki three. Like, it's, it, you'd have to go to the lab and learn some things and get used to his new stuff. So TJ was one, maybe for like just overall looks sort of design, just like appearance of the character mm. i would say that hmm i would say tusk i really like tusk i like his redesign yep. he looks he looks bloody looks so good he doesn't look like a stereotypical dinosaur hunter looking thing <laughs> that he looked like in the kid yeah <laughs> okay tusk like i know a lot of people really won't understand it despite how many times they've been told it but the online for killer instinct like we keep hearing that it's so good um Mm. what what do you think has played a huge factor in that in in that with its online um so you mean as in like netcode sort of yeah or um so yeah the netcode was always a huge huge factor like I, I still remember playing Maximilian and playing um, uh, um, uh, Circa Nikki. I don't know what his thing is now, but he still goes under Nikki. He's, he's another good full world player. So, and I would just, all in all, I would say that like the KI netcode is what's kept the game alive, definitely. Yeah. Because it's, it's outstanding. And I, yeah, I can't stress enough how good it actually is. I know Maximilian is a is a full goal fanboy. So how does he do mm. against Gargos? Do you, do you do you kick his ass or is it the other oh, one? Oh, last time I played him, uh, 
Kilgore got released and it was like day one. So he was playing on stream, like day one sort of Kilgore gameplay because he just got released. So I found him and ranked on accident. <laughs> and my God, it was so close. He took the first game because when you play ranked in Killer Instinct, if these are both high enough levels, then it's actually a first two, best out of three sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he took the first game, then I took the next, only by a margin, and then the last game, he just took it by, like, that much, man. It was... Yeah. I, I just wanted to hop on my bed and cry. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to... <laughs> no, fair enough. So, um, yeah, tell us about the Australia-New Zealand scene. So there's you. Um, who are some mm-hmm. of the guys that are kind of rolling in... Yeah, rolling in that. Okay, so... Um... For those who are unsure, we have a Discord, the um, Killer Instinct New Zealand AUS Discord server, and that's how we mainly all keep in touch. So there's a few of us, but um, there's definitely a few of us in there. There's still quite a lot of active players, and we have uh, players that are still, like, they're kind of average, like they're just learning the game, and that's cool too. So they're not the best, but then we've also got some of, like, they call us the um the veterans so we've got <laughs> so we've got me uh vegemite who's another dangerous player yeah he pretty much wrecks me all the time if you guys play color instinct in the AUS scene, you guys will know who vegemite is and then we've got say no more uh rob dog um there's a few more veterans uh humzoid or aka mr copy so there's, there's a good six of us that have been playing this game since it, it came out. But then there's also a whole bunch of people that are coming during the COVID sort of stuff, and they've been learning the game, and they've been getting crazy good too. Um, BD, the one being shown now, he's definitely one that's improved by a long shot. When we started playing for the first time, he wasn't that good, and then now he's... He makes me sweat. Like, <laughs> he gets the pits drenched. <laughs> <laughs> who's his um? Who's his character main? So he's a Glacius player. He's um stuck with him for quite a while now. Um, but he he's been a Glacius player, and he was doing a lot of uh, I would say just in respect. I, I'm not disrespecting him. He, he probably knows this, but he was doing a lot of a, a lot of silly shit. Oh, yeah. sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Oh, more than welcome to. More than welcome. <laughs> but yeah, he was doing a lot of crazy dumb shit that you didn't have to do. So, but like now he's aware of it. He's playing a lot more smarter, and it's just been really cool just to watch him evolve from being um, shit tier to. And he's, he's kind of making his way up the ladder and he's giving me and us veterans a bit of a run for our money now. Yeah. Now, Dilem Daddy, yeah, part of the day one yeah. gang. Those guys are awesome. That's Oz. the one. Um, how often do you guys have tournaments? Is it once Is it once a fortnight or once a month? Or So we normally have a tournament every, uh, at least once a month. Um, but uh, yeah, normally it's each month, but normally every Tuesday night, each week, we have just sort of... Uh, just fun lobbies for for all of us so yeah normally tuesday night is lobby night and most of us will jump on and um yeah but every month we'll have a tournament yeah so um who uh so who do you who's your uh biggest demons um in this killer instinct group okay vegemite is definitely one 
yeah he he's been the bane of my existence ever since i started playing he's always <laughs> like me he's always been crazy good man it's unbelievable um another fella is mr copy or humzoid every bloody tournament he beats me by that much the last two have been so close and i remember the last time we played i messed up the combo lost a set and i fully just went and i sat there in disappointment for so long just like this like I was I was gutted. So Hamza is definitely my personal demon at the moment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Um. So, Delim. Um. So he's he's a player. He's a tournament host. Um, yes. I don't know. Have you ever thought about running your own um, Killer Instinct tournament stream? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. I definitely have. It has definitely crossed my mind. But the only thing that's really stopped me from doing it is that if I was going to make a stream, I kind of I want to make it as good as I can do it. And to do that, I feel like I need a like a, a PC. I don't I don't want to be streaming off my console sort of thing. Where yeah. I, I want to have a face cam. I want to be able to have like the chat put up here. I want to be able to interact with the viewers. And I felt like that like doing it from console just limited all of those options. So yeah, but I have definitely thought about it, and I would like to do it in the future for yeah. sure. I know that expansion did the odd Killer Instinct tournament. That must have been a joy mm. to see. Um, yeah, and if you play, you weren't even playing Gargos in those tournaments. At least, <laughs> at least what I saw. You're playing, um, you're playing Glacius half the time, man. What was happening there? <laughs> so um, when in, when expansion will, uh, put out that they were playing a Killer Instinct tournament, it caught me off. Quite a lot because I was not expecting it. Like none of us at did. all. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, stuff it! I'll sign up." And this was when I actually first all of like everyone that's in like the Killer Instinct Discord. I had no clue that this was a thing. So I was expecting like four players, and then when I go to check the bracket again, there's like twelve or sixteen of us. <laughs> so I was like, "Wait, what the hell? Like, <laughs> am I missing something?" So I hopped in there. I took the first game. And then um, I normally never play my main first set. I normally never don't just to see how well I'll do. Yeah. Um, so I took the first game because I can actually play like pretty much the whole cast. So back then I, I I had like character crisis. I didn't know who to pick. I always liked Gargos back then, but I never really put much time into him. So throughout the tournament, I was kind of picking and choosing which character I felt comfortable with. Yeah. Glacius was my old main. He, he was my old main throughout season one and two. But... Yeah, because I was going to say he... Gargos season three, you wouldn't have had him in release, so yeah, you were rocking Glacius. So um everyone everyone knew me as like a as a Glacius player back then. And that was the character I always I still feel quite comfortable using. But as of now Oh, everything alright? Oh, I think your camera's just frozen, man. Oh, oh shit. Hold on. No, no, uh, good. Oh there we go. Sweet. Oh okay. um <laughs> <laughs> that all good, all good. Um, so yeah, I'd use Glacius quite a lot. Such a cool character, and he was actually the first character I saw when Kel- when Killer Instinct got announced. So that's another reason why I picked yeah. him up. He's another effective uh, zoner as well. Like he can kind of yes. hit you from all distances. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the same sort of plan that Gargos can do. Um, he can do z- zone combos as well. He's one of the characters that can combo from full screen, and um. So I knew that if I played Gargos, I'd feel pretty comfortable in that sort of full-screen setup as well. Yeah. But I, I, I personally feel like that Gargos is just 
easy mode glaciers sort of thing. Like I don't have to try too hard and I've got more tools to work with because I like, I like playing real complicated characters. Yeah. I know that now that we're all, that we can do offlines, maybe hosting a killer instinct tournament may not be on the cards, um, but you definitely encourage that. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. I'd love to see it more often. And I'm happy to help and do what I can spread the awareness of the, of any tournament that's going to go down. Like I always support the killer instinct. Like I always back it up as much as I can. Cause with all the other countries being in lockdown or in a lockdown situation, their killer instinct presence has grown a lot. Oh yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's gained the attention of us of a lot more players. Like a lot. Over in like USA, I've seen um just even just by watching a few stream players, like a few streamers just overseas and stuff, I started to notice that there were a lot of like beginners jumping into ranked and it was cool seeing them play because like back then you'd always you'd always normally find someone that was like maxed out ranked maxed maxed out character level sort of thing yeah so it was cool to see new people come and experience the game it was definitely a shock that's yeah it was definitely a shock how does the online work for killer instinct i've seen you have like rankings like gold and there's like level (laughs) 50 i've seen on your gargos how does that work in ranked oh okay so um you have a similar style rank system that Tekken has, but not not completely. It's a bit different. So you've got like you've got four tiers. You've got your bronze, silver, gold, and then you've got your color tier. So you have to make your way up. Um, you can go up and down the tiers, but once you max out like a bronze rank, you get to the top. You win your promotion match, then you move on to the silver tier. Yeah. And you got to make your way up by winning, or if you like lose, then you lose points. So you got to make your way up. And then once you get to the top of the silver tier, you win your promotion match. You go to the gold tier, get to the top of that. And then when you hit your killer tier, that's where things start to change. So all of the killer players, um, they all pretty much play ranked just to... they get You get these things called a pro star, and this little star next to your name and a number. Oh, when you yeah, get I one of that. those, that means that like the end of the month, you've been in top 32. So when you get in the top of, top of 32 before the month ends, then you get one of those stars and... So, yeah. But you can't you can't get demoted from your tier. If you hit gold, then you can't get demoted back to silver or something. Once you're in gold, you stay in gold. Oh, okay. Yeah. But those stars, those stars are where it's at. Do you have any anything like that for your rank? Oh, I used to. I used to on my old account, but as of now, I, I don't have any stars. It, it takes it takes so much time and so much effort. Yeah. Um, it's so easy to win points and lose points. Um, no, no, it's like just overall in the month where your placings are unranked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, what? it'll say like you can see in the loading screen where like the player information is and sort of stuff. It's normally yeah. on the right side. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Here's an interesting thing because, as I said, due to COVID, a lot more kill- like I'm seeing a lot more Killer Instinct um, just being noticed in general, being played a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. I know that Aris made a video a month back. It was titled Killer Instinct could have been the biggest fighting game if it wasn't an Xbox One launch exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely agree with them there because, oh, well, actually back then, you know, when PlayStation, Xbox and this whole sort of FTC thing was coming about, I noticed that a lot of people didn't, like, as of now, you know how PlayStation 4 is the main go-to sort of thing for uh, fighting games. Mm. 
but like back then that wasn't really the case say eh? like because ps4 didn't really have any exclusive fighting games at the time i don't think no yeah street fighter was multi-platform tekken became multi-platform tekken 6 yeah i was surprised by that um and it just <laughs> seemed weird to have a game that was xbox one exclusive, exclusive but pc compatibility back then you know people are scratching like really like yeah like, P- <laughs> like pc not console um but yeah i mean that was the that was the standard um mm. and i did mention it before having to compete with that um anticipation for street fighter 4 there was no way it could have no way yeah. but it opens that question like do you think it could have been different if ki released a year before people got to experience yeah. people got to experience it people got to have that online experience and then actually think like mm. shit we could actually hold ki in a certain regard yeah 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 definitely i feel like that um you know people just had a little play on it because i noticed that some of the pros now i was watching like a documentary it wasn't the whole back to block one it was a different one and i remember that there were some there were three pro players i can't remember their names but there were three of them and they said that they only got into killer instinct because it was free to play so they had a little play around and then they got hooked on it just straight away and now they're like some of the best like players out there yeah so i i, I think to myself that i wonder how much players you know, if people just sat down, downloaded the game, played around on it, it's free to play if you just want to try it out. And um, I wonder who 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 else could have been been a part of the Ki family when it when it came out. If they just sat down and played on it for like thirty minutes, because that's the same way how I got sucked into it as well. Yeah. <laughs> like as soon as I started playing, I just see all these flashy things and these big combos, and the announcer was screaming in my face. I just thought it was the most hyped up game. <laughs> the, honestly, the announcer sells it for me. Um, mm. you know the ultra combo void. Fuck, yeah. that's so catchy. <laughs> the announcer is crazy good. I can't remember the name of him, but he, oh man, it, it makes so much. It just makes so much of a big difference. Yeah. I also kind of mentioned like the players, how they're associated with the with the game. You have like Daigo, mm. Justin Wong for Street Fighter, Kudan's Knee yeah. for Tekken, for Killer Instinct. In your mind, who are some of the best players of of Killer Instinct? Um, Nikki being one of them, easily one of the best. Um, Sonic Dolphin was another player that I've seen. Wheels FGC, he was another Gargos player that I used to watch a lot. And not too long ago, um, another player named Devil Make Here, he started a 3v3 sort of tournament of all of the real good Killer Instinct players. Yeah. And that was some of the best Killer Instinct I've seen in a long time because there were names that. I remember, but I haven't seen in such a long time because they normally don't stream or they just play for fun. And it was cool just seeing all of these big god names come up and they were going at it and they were all on teams. And it was unbelievable. It was, yeah. I was not expecting to see like all of these old veterans that used to scare the shit out of me and they still do like like real daunting players and they all went at it. It was just, it was unbelievable, man. It was so good. Yeah. It's just, I, it's great that Killer Instinct is getting the attention it deserves, Mm, but seven years later, I just, (laughs) it's a unique situation. And would it have happened if COVID didn't happen? You know, I, Mm. yeah, people want good online and they found it in Killer Instinct, but they didn't realize till well after the fact. Mm. Well, I, f- I feel like that. Uh, yeah, COVID definitely helped. That was the main factor. I'd say easily. Um, 
because I remember talking on Discord and a lot of people were saying that that they just started playing because they wanted to try something different and since they couldn't do much during COVID, that was the go, was just go try yeah. Killer Instinct since it was free to play and then next minute they're hooked. Yeah. So yeah, COVID has definitely helped out in, in a lot of sense of playing. Yeah, man. I'll just bring it back to, to Yoshi now. Um, mm-hmm. So I've already asked you who are some players that you look up to. Um, yeah. But what do you feel about his unique tools? You know, the tools that make him that unique character. So that's flea stance, copter stance, um, mm. sword sweep and flash. Do you feel like that makes him, that's why he is so irritating to verse? Yeah, definitely. I I, I, uh, I love abusing his stances. It, most people who play me know that I don't move around just by like sidestepping and stuff. I'll use every other way I can move around. So I do a lot of the spinneroos, even though I really shouldn't, it's like back three or back four. I do that a lot. Instead of backdashing, most of the time I'll just do this like cut handstand backflip sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> or instead of that, I'll just do his four to three plus four, but you can um, press back and he'll like completely just run the other direction, similar to like Hey Hachi's back back neutral two plus four. Yeah. Oh, he how- does yell, ha ha! So, how do you fare against another Yoshimitsu player? How well are you at the mirror match? It's. It, it's real it's real fun it, it, it gets the brain thinking because you know that the the, the fine art of cheese is not gonna work so you gotta like out cheese your out you, cheese yeah. Of, yeah. like i mean <laughs> i'm just like I, I, I fucking hate dealing with my own shit you know what i mean like that's, <laughs> yes. it's like that's my utility i don't i don't need it back at me so when it's yoshi it's just like you're both spinning around you're both flying <laughs> over each other it's like it's it's a circus man yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, uh, the Yoshi, the Yoshi Yoshi matchup, and I think I hate about it the most is because when you're when you're in the mirror match, you got that mentality of thinking, all right, so whoever wins this is gonna be the best Yoshi. I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want someone to be a better player than me with my own character, man. That is suck. So you got that mentality there, yeah. and it wears you down. You're like, oh my god, here comes the nerves, and <laughs> just, but yeah. um. Gameplay wise, if you if you if you find another gimmicky Yoshimitsu like the sort of playstyle that I had, then it, it turns into just a massive cheddar fest. There's there's cheese happening everywhere. It's, it's raining cheese. You'll see <laughs> most of the time. You're just oh look, he's gone on to flee. Oh wait, what the hell is he doing now? What the hell are they both doing? They're spinning and they're cartwheeling yeah, and <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, but in saying that, they both know what they're doing and. It might look like nothing, and it might just look some look like dumb shit that's just unfolding on the screen. But most of the time, they're trying to set something up. And... It's that saying. <laughs> I, it's that saying I saw on a main man. Like it's 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 one of main man's clips that uh, one of his videos that he's named. It's like Yoshi will die a genius or die a. Oh, yes. I was like, oh, no offense, but any Yoshi Yoshi mirror match. That's that's what it is, literally. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen that clip. And, and yeah, that's happened to me a lot. I'll, I always go for Harakiri to try and finish it off. I but there have been a lot of times where I'm just shy and end up just stabbing myself and <laughs> end up losing. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get into it very soon. But for Yoshimitsu, what's one thing you want for him? Like, what's one change you would warmly welcome? Oh. One change, one change. There was something I was, I was actually just thinking about this not too long ago. Um, oh, I would love to, for him to have sort of like a a stance rage drive. 
to help him out because in a lot of them he is quite mm, like open. You know, you jab me while I'm in flee, I get launched. So I'd like something that could make like a stance transition sort of safe if I feel like I'm uncomfortable being in flee, but if yeah. I, I don't want to press anything because I might get counter hit or something, then I'd like to do something that maybe like a rage drive sort of option he would have that'll just keep him safe and you can get back on your feet safe and get back in the neutral safely because yeah, I don't want to be yeah. I don't want to be uh um in in Dragonfly when the opponent sees it coming and then I I get dabbed and get comboed. <laughs> yeah. How do you find his Rage, how do you find his rage counter? You know the the other uh, that, that the rage. yeah, because that has a unique property which I never knew until Cornwallis Cornwallis explained to me that the damage depending on if you hit them while you're standing or if you hit them mm. and you're in air, the damage actually um, does it changes slightly. It, it changes like the scale of where it scales. Like it depends on what the move was. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I like it. I I feel like it's just a good panic tool. I panic a lot, so I, I do that sometimes. But um, if I feel uncomfortable flashing mid-string, then I'll just throw that out. It's, it's a bad habit, but I've got a... Yeah, it's just a bad habit. <laughs> so I use it a lot, but for, for bad reasons. Yeah. But sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Would you welcome a second rage drive, though? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, with open arms. Because <laughs> yeah. I mess up as... Uh, I always mess up his uh, his input for his rage drive like a lot, and it gets me so tilted like all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is, it's, it's fourteen it. frame though, right? The um, yeah, yeah. The slice. Fuck, it's good, man. It's got good yeah. reach too. Yeah, and it's got like a bit of high crush as well, just a little bit high invincibility. I think I don't know what the word the word is, but mm. you jab me while I do it. Then sometimes Yoshi will duck under. Yeah, crushing. Okay, so it's, it's it is a good tool. But personally, for me, I always mess it up. I don't know why. I always just fuck it up. I try to go for it, and then I'll just do some some move. I'll just go. I'll do like what normally always happens if I try and do that, and I mess up the input. I normally just get Yeshi would just go into War Flea, and then it just it, it fully fucks me over. Yeah, it's uh, I get uploaded to a bloody fucking. I get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. hey, did you happen to catch the um, Japan Roundtable thing that just happened? a few hours ago yeah yes i was just watching that yeah such a rare thing you know to have all these publishers Mm. in in a in in a kind of web call and kind of talking about your own thoughts of of the of the topics um yeah and i love how harada was being such a g man yeah (laughs) he's such a bloody theatrical sort of player you can't you can't hate the man he's just always so fun to watch and he's always bringing a bit of like excitement to the table i love watching him like every time you see him or even like doing like some of the announcements for like after work uh tekken world tour when they announced like falcon ram and gunry he like he made michael say that he wasn't there so no yeah. announcement. And then out of nowhere, you just hear him say, I'm very angry, and he comes storming on stage, <laughs> and he's telling everyone to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. No, nah, what a G, man. Like, not, yeah, every, not everyone could be at this um, roundtable, but, you know, he had print-up pictures to make sure that they were. That was funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, any, anything that surprised you from this uh, roundtable stream? Um, I was expecting a, another season installment. Um, that was definitely one, and but the ending because I love Kuni Mitsu, and I'm praying oh, that it's her. You, you're praying that it's her, eh? Yeah. I am praying. Do that? I, I, yeah, like if she comes back, then 
I'll be putting as much time as I used to in Tekken. Just lately, it's just been KI, and I haven't really been playing a lot of Tekken lately. So, but if she comes back, it was either her or Doctor B that would definitely bring me back because I used to like main those two religiously in Dark yeah. Tag Two. So it's definitely cool, and I'm, I'm I just hope that it's Kunimitsu. If not, then sweet as you know, I'm still grateful for what the team is pushing out and giving us more content. Yeah, I personally think. I mean, it it kind of it has to be. There's only so many characters left that you could that you could that it could be unless it's a completely mm. new character. Um, but you know, you look at the signs like Japan yeah. fighting game roundhouse table. She's standing on a on a Japan s type building. Yes, Ninja, yes. It's just it, it, it's got to be. It's got to yeah. be her. Yeah, it, it definitely gives off the the aesthetic that it's Kudibitsu with the whole. Where she was standing, yeah, that, that's one thing. And you see, like the like the robes flying off that give her like that ninja look sort of thing as well. Yeah, definitely. And this is such yeah. a this is such a Harada like what a Harada announcement. You know, disappears off camera <laughs> and then comes back like, yo, are you, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I remember. Yeah, Michael said that. Um, he's like, oh, where's Harada gone? <laughs> <laughs> like and then he just shows up full screen <laughs> and then he starts vacuuming his room <laughs> yeah. I mean new moves is good and everything I love that they're gonna change the online net play if they can tell yep. us if someone's playing on Wi-Fi, that would be a godsend yeah that's um, a huge and if they could just gamble adjust the quality of life for certain characters bring them down to Middle Earth, that'd be great, and I'm not labeling any any character in in specific, um, but yeah, I know there's some characters that they really need to be yeah. brought down. Yeah, God, please, yeah, it's no, got to be good. It has I to be. It. It's, it's got to be. be. Like, if it's not, I will, I, I will cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I> will cry. <laughs> but you um, know, there were some really cool things that came from this stream, um, and learning certain things that maybe as a player you don't really get to. Um, look into and analyze as much like they were saying how character usage and popularity aren't the same thing pro players will use a character that's really strong but that doesn't mean that they're popular like there were some really cool things that came that were really some cool things that came out of it um like like um yeah there were definitely there were things in there that i wasn't expecting like i wasn't expecting them to talk about yeah the character popularity and usage being two different things and i remember them they were, they were talking about like uh Something about was it crossplay? Was was yeah. they were talking about? And I think I was watching Maximilian at the same time, and he was he pointed out that it's, it's there's things that they got to consider, like is a sixty hertz player allowed versus someone with hundred and forty hertz or something like that. I don't really understand like PC sort of terminology, but it definitely sounds it sounds like that you know if you're versing someone on the console on a PC, then you might already have like an unfair advantage sort of thing. Mm. So, all in all, he was pretty much saying there's got to be a way to to um to even out some of the odds that PC players might have against PS4 players or Xbox players because better hardware, you know, you can see things better, more clearly. Yeah, and it's just little things like that, different operating systems. So there's a lot to take in than just saying pair me with a PC player yeah. or a developer standpoint. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah, it's not their service. They've got a outsource mm. and pay um that was interesting as well like if you've got a pc player or a playstation 4 or an xbox 
like you've got to pay for that server. You've got to pay for that yes. to exist. So you link up this ID with that ID. Um, and free games that are online, like obviously they're going to get a lot of traffic, but they can control that traffic compared to if you make it cross-platform. And like there was just some there was some good notes. And they were talking about having that, maybe doing it again, um, which mm. is great, you know, because that's one thing we always love is to hear from the developers, to hear from the publishers about what's happening in the cycle. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, um, it, it definitely opened my eyes. Like, there was a lot of things that made me go, oh, wait, there is a reason why developers do this or why are they doing this? And now it, it's opened my eyes to... I've got more of an understanding on why things are so challenging for developers. And it was interesting to see how they were talking, sort of tackle sort of certain situations. Yeah. That, that'd be the right way to put it. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just good, you know, because it's like they're actually answering some of the things that we've been griping about for years and years. But then ultimately it'll come down to if that will come to pass. And I, mm. you know, and I mean, like, from the announcement that we're given, I can safely say that we're all kind of feeling a bit content. You know, maybe some of us a week or so later, you know, not saying any Capcom, you know, like yeah. their announcements <laughs> comes out, maybe, you know, like it's not just characters, it's like there's other stuff that people want improved. But I mean, it, it, it's good. It gave us a bit, it gave us a, a clearer idea. Yeah, you yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely helped out with a lot of like insight and um, stuff like that because. Yeah, like I said before, the things that they were explaining were things that I would never think of. So it's definitely opened my eyes, and it was a cool, different sort of perspective to see things. Yeah, man. Well, if you're ready, I'm going to take you to the final round questions. So you're good. Okay. Yep. Sweet man. So the first one: Who is your favorite voice actor in video games? Oh, Kratos, God of War for the guy who plays that. He ah, uh, he is. It's got to oh, be him. Yeah. Epic man, he's That's epic voice. Man. Has he done anything else that you like? I don't think so. I think that might have been the first time I've heard of him. Yeah, I think that's the first time I've heard of him. Okay, all right. Suggest a character in Killer Instinct that should have a shadow version and why? Oh, uh, damn, <laughs> god damn, um, a shadow version. Shadow Jago was pretty sick, so like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, I would love to see like a Shadow Cinder. That'll be bloody cool to see. Shadow, Shadow Cinder. Cinder, just like mm. black fire and stuff. Yeah, and just yeah. a whole more flashy moveset because he's already, he's already a flashy character. So how else are they going to make him like treat more good? <laughs> like, <laughs> it'll be fun to see what they could do. All right. Name a good holiday spot to relax and unwind. Oh, man. Uh, my bloody... My house, man, I, I don't know. Oh, hopefully this is still going, but I live yeah. in, like, the middle of nowhere, so... <laughs> <laughs> like, home for me, like, no other place in the far north of New Zealand. Far north. Perfect. Perfect. Or my bedroom. Kunimitsu or Master Raven? Ah, oh, Kunimitsu, 100%, all the way. Yeah, both ties uh, to Yoshimitsu. Uh, one's a faithful, well, no, one's a unfaithful student, and the other is a, yeah. A cont- well, just like a rival, sort yeah. of, I think. Yeah. Okay. Both both awesome characters, both, yeah. both awesome. What's one thing you never learned in school, but you wish schools would teach now? Oh, man, 
how to pay, how to set up my tax. Like, God, this, I totally <laughs> agree with you, man. That's my, that's my one too. Fuck. That how to pay bills. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, oh, that was just like, when I got my first job and I was looking like the application sheet, I was just, what the hell is half of this shit? They never taught me this in school. Yeah, what the tax code? What is Bro, I agree, man. Fuck, it's like I don't, want, I don't want to write an essay on The Handmaid's Tale. Just tell me what my fucking tax code is. <laughs> it was my tax code. I'm like, what the hell's an IRD number? Yeah. <laughs> All right, complete the sentence. Yoshimitsu, the one that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshimitsu, the one that gets in people's heads. Yeah. Yes. Nice, nice, man. Name a player in the Killer Instinct ANZ scene that fits the title Rare Talent. Ooh, Rare Talent? I'm going to have to... Name a, it's it's going to have to be Vegemite. Because it's, it's the only fighting game he plays, but he plays like he's he's played fighting games his whole life. And it's the only one, and it's the first one he's played. And he's um, it's crazy how good he is. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely some Rare Talent. Fair to say he likes Vegemite too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, well, come over here, man. Come over to New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never run out. Yeah. Describe your version of the Breakfast of Champions. Ooh, Breakfast of Champions? Yeah, what's your Breakfast of Champions? <laughs> Steak and chips, New Zealand classic, or you go for something more? Oh, when I was working on a dairy farm, the thing we always used to call... Breakfast of Champions with a cigarette, a steak and cheese pie, and a blue <laughs> bee. <laughs> All the time, we'd see someone would be like, hey, Breakfast of Champions! Oh, that's, so, that's, that was... that's upsetting, man. Breakfast of Champions. God. Nah. Hey, I mean, hey, if it makes you feel like a king. Yeah. <laughs> Gives you what you need. Yeah. Does Killer Instinct deserve a new installment? Yes, 100%. It definitely does. Needs new one. Yeah. What we currently have is still so much fun, but yeah. With, with, um, it needs a second chance. Yeah. It's kind of gotten its second chance through COVID, but um, mm. it, yeah, it needs a bit more of a push. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it kind of flew under the radar of a lot of uh, fighting game players on release, and it still kind of is flying under the radar. So it'll be cool to see another installment come out and hopefully that'll take the game somewhere in the future. And lastly, man, who is your waifu, Anu? <laughs> uh, Dr. B, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't, don't oh. say that. Don't, don't tell me that's not the answer. <laughs> please tell me that's not. <laughs> I take that back. Please, please, I take that back. Um, <laughs> My waifu? God, you got, you have to hit me with this question, eh? It doesn't have to be uh, a fighting game character. It can be any waifu. But, you know, you play fighting games, so it's it might naturally be a fighting game character. But, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, oh, man. It's just it's going to have to be Kunimitsu. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. But, <laughs> Yeah, ninja. Yeah, any anything anything specific that makes that uh, like why it's Kunimitsu? Oh, but uh, no, nah, nothing really. Like, nah, just I I, I just 
I just think the characters is cool and yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, just... <laughs> I don't really have an explanation. <laughs> no, 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 that's sweet, man. Well, thanks again, Anu. Um, do you have any last words or shout outs? Um, I want to give a shout out to the Colonistine Discord community. Um, yeah, they've, they've been a big help in keeping the game alive in our little region. So it's been awesome playing with them and uh, getting to know them and obviously watching them become from decent to really good. It's been unbelievably cool to see them improve. Um, another big shout out I want to give is to Talia and uh, James, aka NZism, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be on this podcast. Uh, the NZFGC wouldn't know who I was then. Because they're, they're, they were the guys that introduced me to locals and and um, to have three kids and still look after me when I came down was, was unbelievably kind of them. So I'm forever grateful for what they've done. They're another good bunch that I'd love to shout out. That's sweet. Man. And so that's about it. No, that's cool. Thank you again so much, man. No, man. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I enjoyed everything and love it. No, that's cool, man. Hey, take it easy. You too. Cheers.